Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Narragate. This is Orla again, your host. I'm delighted to be with you again. Um, it will just be myself today and I'm going to explain why. Um, but I just like to say, yeah, I am actually delighted to be here. I, even though I'm only new to these podcasts, I am really enjoying them and I I kind of enjoy the vision also that I have of it because I've interviewed a few people um, and even talked to a few people about it. And there's great energy around that. People seem to enjoy what I'm doing. And I suppose a lot of the people I've invited so far at church are quite young. Um, so they would have that excitement around it. But, um, you know, I'm going to interview people of all ages um, as well. So, um yeah, so what I want to say is before I get into the message of what I want to talk about today, I just want to say how this is going with the podcasts. I would probably maybe only have a guest every fortnight or something like that because I figured out that um, it's one thing arranging interviews, but the next thing is trying to get a meeting organized without putting too much pressure on the person because a lot of people are working full-time or studying a lot of the young people over here are doing masters and um so they have a lot of pressure with work and study so i don't want to be putting pressure on the people that i ask so that slows things down now i had um a guest for this weekend her name is martha and we met and we had we had a great time and we prepared everything and we did the whole interview, but it will not be going live because I decided that I would experiment and use the phone this time. And so we did a short trial and it sounded perfect in the trial. And so when we went and recorded the whole interview, it just wasn't very good quality and a lot of the interview was missed. So I still want to work on the phone and and keep trying that because it will be useful when I'm traveling. So I'll have to experiment um, some other way with that. So that's what I was thinking. I just want you to know then. So what I'm really trying to say is that I won't be interviewing people that, uh, you know, every week, maybe fortnightly and as, um, as it works out. Also, as I'm led by the spirit. And in between, I might talk like this if I feel I have time. And if not, I will send a newsletter or even maybe skip the odd week. So I just want people to know that if you are following that, it won't be really rigid doing the same thing all the time because of my own circumstances. I will probably be moving soon in the future and doing some traveling. Um, so I won't have a set schedule for myself for a while. So that's how the podcast will also go. So obviously things could change in the future if I settle in one place, but then who knows if I'll even, um, what I will do in the future with that. So I just like to keep uh, people up to date of what I'm up to because some people are following my travel travels as well. Um, and you know, so if I can share a little of my travels as well. I know people enjoy that uh, more than I thought. So I am trying to open up a bit more about my travels and what I do. But I'm, I'm the kind of person who tells you when it's done rather than what I'm going to do because my plans are always changing. So, um, yeah, so 
today, anyway, what I wanted to talk about today is I usually decide what I'm going to talk about based on what I hear around me, what's going on in the world, what I hear my friends and people at church talking about, what I hear on the news and what I read in articles um, about the general atmosphere in the world. And as we all know, it's not very good right now. It's quite negative. And people are very, very losing hope, very stressed, very anxious, unhappy, depressed. Um, so under pressure, a lot of people are under pressure and very anxious. Um, and I'm sad to hear that. And we all have to find ways to cope with it. And I, I just, for me, I don't really suffer with that fear, not anymore. Um, and I'm not, it's not that I don't get it occasionally. It's just, I just learn how to deal with it through prayer. So um, we are bombarded with negativity everywhere. And we have to realize that 20, 30 years ago, we did not have such exposure to worldwide news. There was always trouble in the world and there was always war in the world in different parts of the world, but we didn't always hear about it. We didn't always know when there were disasters on one side of the world. And yes, it is good that we know and we're more aware and we can pray for one another. But I don't know if the human capacity, if we if we have the capacity to make, to kind of absorb all that sorrow and sadness. And um, <clears throat> so if we don't take it on to ourselves to manage it, we are going to be affected by it. So if you are a person who is very fond of social media, and maybe you just started by just having fun on Facebook and then it turned into reading articles, YouTube and whatever. So it, it just means that even if you're only using it for entertainment, you are going to be still bombarded with negativity through the ads, the news, and you're going to have um, images of war in your face. You're going to have uh, images of people literally, literally being blown, like towns being blown up. And um, I have to say, um, I find that very disturbing. I find it very disturbing that um, reporters and photographers are putting these images out for us to inform us. But at the same time, there's a, it's a kind of a lack of sensitivity on, on both sides on the behalf of the people who are, um, who are in that situation. I think it's good that we're being informed of what's happening, but some of the images are so horrific that it's really disturbing people. And it's also insensitive to the people who are suffering in my mind. So um, I can understand what I'm saying is I can understand why people are so afraid. So what I try to do is I try not to look at too many of the images. I just like to be aware of what's happening. And I am very careful of if there's content that's disturbing that I might not watch it. So I'm just saying that to other people, if you are sensitive to these images and um, just don't watch them, stay away from them, but read the news you can or listen to the radio. I, I wish I had a radio, actually. I used to have a radio. You could use a radio and just listen 
and sort of you don't have to see so much. Um, and that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm not concerned about people. It just means we still pray for people. And I would also say that if I was in that situation in a war, um, we wouldn't. nobody wants to be forgotten. We want the world to know and not forget us. But my, my point is that what's happening is there's, there's just so much being shown to the world of horror and sadness and evil and it's just making people feel so lost lacking in hope and so and people are full of fear and anxiety and they don't see the point in going on this is how bad it's getting so I, I'm, write, I'm writing here to speaking to Christians, but I hope that if you weren't a Christian that you would also consider that you're not alone, that God is with you and God is with us. So um, the heading here I have on this episode is the Lord says, do not fear for I will help you. Also says, do not fear, I will do not be afraid. I am with you always. But I have chosen to say in this one, that says, do not fear for I will help you. The reason I put that there is because sometimes um, you actually have to ask God for help in your need, even if it's just fear, or if you are somebody who was in the over there in the war, if you were in Ukraine or Russia, that or any country that's war torn, that you would ask God for help. That's all we can do. We can only ask God to help us. And God promises that he would help us. And he did say that we would we would have trouble in this world. Jesus says, Jesus says in John 16, 33, I have told you these things. He's speaking to his disciples soon before he was and um, before his crucifixion. Very soon before that, he said to his disciples. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. I saw another um, translation that says, instead of, but take heart, said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Be of good cheer. Imagine people are not cheerful. And they couldn't even think about being cheerful now. And people are even feeling guilty if they're cheerful. How can I laugh when there's a war? How can I smile when there's a war in Ukraine? And, and Russia. Obviously the Russians are affected. And not forgetting all the other countries in the world that are suffering through war and natural disasters and poverty and famine. But Jesus says, you will have trouble. So there is no guarantee that when you're a Christian that all your troubles are going to disappear. What happens is you have a strength. God will be with you. Christ will be with you, in you, and he will give you strength. And I have to say, I can't believe how God has sustained me through my, through this myself. Like, I mean, we've all been affected in different ways. But going back from COVID, 
before now I'm talking about the war but in well we hope it's not a long war in Ukraine but it is the present concern but looking at COVID and all we how we all had to deal with that I have been really contemplating on how did how did God sustain me I couldn't have done it in my own strength I don't know about you I know about people of faith and if you are people of faith that's amazing I don't always know who's listening to my podcast if you have faith you will probably agree with me that God sustains us with it with by grace and mercy and I never really understood that fully until this COVID came I have to say I had times where I had to depend on God but I didn't really know about that sustaining grace they talk about a saving grace that God there's a grace that saves us but there's a grace that sustains us and that's um that is the power that God gives us you know this is God being with us Jesus being with you I have overcome the world I have overcome the world he said that before he went to the cross so you have to think about meditate on some of the things that Jesus says I have overcome the world that's even before because it's already planned it was already planned that he would go to the cross he it, it was the it was um um it, he, he was born for that reason he was sent for that reason it was already planned that it was finished already so um god is so supernatural is that even though we're also concerned about these things that are happening in the world and we think oh like we just can't understand it but we can't understand it in our natural mind so this is why we have to develop our spirituality we have to develop eyes and a heart that thinks eternally yeah think of the infinite we cannot be looking in the world and thinking that this is it if we think this is it well then it would need anyone to despair it's outside of this realm that we have to look we have to look beyond we have to look to the supernatural we have to look to eternity so in the other verses like uh, um, Isaiah and the prophet Isaiah and wrote in Isaiah 41 10 I have in the newsletter here says do not be afraid for I am with you do not be dismayed for I am your God I will strengthen you and help you I will uphold you with my righteous right hand so it's about trust you know and so really when I see people who are worrying and anxious, especially Christians, like I say, why are you so worried? Do you not have any faith? That's what Jesus would say. You have such little faith. He says when we when we worry, you know, when his disciples are in the boat in the storm and Jesus goes to sleep and they're all getting stressed and then he wakes up and says, calms the storm and says, did you not believe like that I was in the boat with you you have such little faith so we have to develop our faith we have to trust God more 
the troubles do not disappear, we get strength in the troubles. So that's what we have to remember. That's what God tells us in the Bible. And so if we go on further down, you can read Isaiah yourself, 41, 41, 13, a couple of verses later, it says, Isaiah says, for I am the Lord. Well, Isaiah is a prophet, so he says, for I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. So this is a message that I'm trying to write about and talk about lately is that we have to co-labor with Christ, co-labor. So we are not alone, we're not on our own, but God is not doing everything either. So we work with God and he works in us and through us. So um, that is how it is. So. Uh, my message to anyone who's feeling fearful, anxious, lacking in hope right now, just ask God to help you. It's that simple with God. You just say, oh, Lord, help me, have mercy on me. Lord, help us, have mercy on us, because the world, we're really lost. And the world is pretty lost right now. And I'm going to be writing more about that. I, um, Why, you know, what's going on in the world. Oh, I don't have all the answers, but I mean, what the Christians are saying and what we believe that God might be doing in this season of change. It's definitely a divine, I've heard, I've heard words of a divine reset. God is resetting things, changing things. Um, does the world is having a total purification, but it's pretty difficult. And um, God's doing something new. So we, we need to be strong. And we need to move with it. We need to listen and pray and be in prayer. So um, the Bible is full of verses about do not be afraid. Actually, I was reading earlier, it says <laughs> somebody had written, is it 365 verses in the Bible to say, do not be afraid? Like one for every day in the year. Um, I, it was kind of a joke, but I think they said there's not that many. There's over a hundred though. So there's over a hundred. So I put a link at the end for anyone who wants to just, um, if you just want to build yourself up and strengthen yourself, if you're not used to using Bible verses to encourage yourself, so if you have a negative thought or you're feeling really fearful, you're totally, you are feeling anxious and lacking in hope, you can just read through these verses. There's 18 in the one I sent. Now, some of them had 100, but I just added in the one with 18 Bible verses where God said he will never leave you. Um, so if you're feeling fearful, I would recommend that you would just open that later. Um, the verses are, and just go through them slowly and meditate on them. And if there's some that you particularly like and resonate with you, you could write them on a piece of paper and just keep them by your bed or whatever and just read them in the morning, read them in the afternoon, put them in your handbag or your men, put it in your, I don't know, what do you use, men? <laughs> in your pocket. So, um, these things really work, you know, if you're struggling with anxiety, if you're struggling with fear and your mind is racing, it's good to counteract it with a Bible verse that's encouraging and uplifting. So I would recommend you try that. It's just a suggestion. It's worked for me over the years and um, 
the more you read the Bible, the more you pray, the more your mind calms down anyway. So uh, I hope that's helpful. And the last thing I want to finish with, I've written it here in the newsletter, and I was thinking this came to me before I started this message. Um, it came to me about James, the verse in James. Now, I know most Christians should know this verse, um, but anybody who doesn't know the verse, I always found it a bit peculiar at the beginning. It says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So, um, yeah, I, I, I always like that verse when it comes to problems to say, imagine the Bible tells us to consider it pure joy. Now, that sounds crazy, but if you have fear and you have problems and you're worrying about things, you say, that doesn't make any sense. How can I have joy in the middle of my problems? Well, actually, you can. You can even have joy in the middle of your sorrow. You can even have joy in grief, believe it or not. Because with God, you can rejoice. God even tells us to rejoice. Imagine, you know, um, this is why we, you hear people talk about the gospel as an ups, upside down gospel. <laughs> the gospel is the upside down message because it's opposite to the world. So if you're feeling bad, praise God. If you're feeling worried, have joy, rejoice. And... Um, it's not an insensitive of things. Some people think, but that's so insensitive. How can I rejoice when people are dying? We're not rejoicing that people are dying. We are rejoicing that God is in control, that God is all-powerful, and that God is above all this, above, greater and above. And yes, if people are dying, when people are dying, we can't deny it. That God is the judge. And even if they don't know Christ, there is a judgment day and God is a just God. So you can be sure that God looks after his own. And God knows the heart of people, even if they have not met Christ and they die today. They face God and God knows what they went through. God is a just God. So so we, we don't know about what happens when people die, only that God, there is a heaven and there, there is a place that these people are going, their souls. Um, and this is why we need spirituality today. It's the only hope that we do have. It is the only hope we do have. I mean, what else is there? Can you please tell me? The world is upside down at the moment. And it doesn't look like it's getting any better. But it will get better the more people turn to Christ. And that's the message of hope. And that's the Christian message of hope. And uh, that's all I really want to say today. And it's not an easy message talking when, when I know people are really fearful, you know. There's a lot of joyful messages in the Bible as well about just 
just living a joyful life. But uh, if we can keep in mind to God lifts your spirit no matter how low you get. And that's what people need today, and that's what they want. And I, I can vouch for myself that even though I too am dealing with all this stuff, I have peace in my heart, I have joy in my heart, but that does not make me insensitive. I'm very concerned about the world. I am also praying for the world leaders. And I actually think they're doing a good job, no matter what criticism there is against how the, the leaders are doing this. I think they're doing a really good job because um, it doesn't make sense to dive in and have a World War Three or whatever could happen. We have we trust that they're do, they're trying to do a peaceful, um, the most peaceful result without chaos and madness. So we just pray for our world leaders, pray for the people of Ukraine that they find shelter and refuge, and also pray for um, Russia and that whatever happens with Putin and this idea that he has in his mind that, that something will change. And we just pray and hope that God will give a result that brings more hope into the world. And we just pray for the families of those people who have already lost people. So uh, I'll leave it at that today. And I thank you for listening. I uh, um, I will always try to be honest in my messages. And um, we can't say these aren't dark days. They are dark days. But we can still be hopeful. And we can still have joy. And we can still have peace. So uh, I leave it at that. Thanks for listening. And I will talk to you. Uh, next week.